Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. Today we are doing the movie Boneyard. The Boneyard. I am Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, and this is this is a great movie. It's a movie that I have loved for a super, super long time. Um, I am 37 years old, and I don't know why I haven't watched this until today. Man, I have no idea either. I'm really glad that I suggested it yes. then. Yes. Um, so this one, this one's funny because we went from our last one, which was Forever Evil, mm-hmm. which is a movie that I mean was was amateurish in yes. a lot of in a lot of ways, uh, and this one, which is way too professionalish in a lot yes. of ways, where this movie, it's hard to find any real faults with it as far it's as true. its directorial it, tones or any of that and stuff. It's, it's funny because I great. I popped it in for the first time this morning. Uh, and started watching it, and I was just—it was kind of slow. I was feeling it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, what's going on? There's a lot of talking, a lot of talking, but at the same time, I wasn't bored. Yes, the acting is phenomenal. I know on everybody's part. Well, kid cops, not so great. But he's but everybody. Be a hater. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a hater. I like puko cop. Yeah, <laughs> like a uh, 17 year old police detective. Uh, gun cop was cool. Uh, yes, gun cop. Um, yeah, man. Uh, abs- absolutely everybody. And there are Sets, so many. The like, set pieces were awesome. So good. Uh, and and obviously the, the one thing that stands out in this movie above all else is the effects are bananas great. Yes. I mean, it's directed by a special effects artist, which mm-hmm. always helps. Um, and they had a great effects guy on, on team. Obviously, they were like. Like they were super into what they were doing. Yes, I watched the uh, I watched the director's commentary this morning, oh, kind yeah. of like eh, in and yeah. out watching it. But one of the things that they were talking about was, um, oh my god, uh, methacil versus ultra. Like he hadn't talked about ultra slime, but he was using methacil, which is the precursor to ultra slime. I don't. I don't oh, know. sorry. As an effects jerk, <laughs> these are like the I like gooey things. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the thing is like uh, he was doing that is, this. That's the extent of my knowledge. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had this this their gooey stuff was a very specific mm-hmm. type of gooey stuff, okay. and uh, he was really into all of the different you know viscosities and mm-hmm. things. And uh, I I was just really stoked to hear him really like going off geek about, out on yeah slime. geeking out on his his <laughs> love of different different substances geeking out on goop. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this one cool again, story. it's. What's that? Cool story. Yes, Just a cool story idea all around too. It is. It's great. Um, I like. <laughs> I wrote down in my notes. What is this? I wrote down uh, Scooby Doo meets Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I think is pretty much. I know Scooby Doo. <laughs> Autopsy of Jane Doe is awesome. You should watch it. <laughs> um, it's uh, so essentially the the idea is. I also um, the monsters in this aside from just being maybe the most horrifying monsters they're I've great. ever seen in a movie. You're period. talking about the Kyoshi? Uh, yes. What, what, I forgot what they were called. So, well, they were, you they had a it. name. I wrote they it down. They were the down. Kyoshi or something like that. Yeah, they were called Kyoshi. I think that, I'm not sure if that's a real thing or not, or if mm-hmm. they made it up for this. Yep. I thought I thought they were talking about Janshi, the uh, the hopping ghosts originally. Okay, yep, yep. That that was their idea, but... Uh, but yeah, these these are called Kianshi, and they're like child demon things. Yes. Yeah, so apparently, this morgue uh, mortician was keeping these three things fed with human, yes, human parts, uh, and he ended up, yeah, not feeding them. Or uh, is that what yes. happened? Yeah, he got arrested there. So they 
So the Kiyoshi, uh, they they went to the mortician's house. He confessed. So basically, that this starts out with. Oh yeah, here let's let's, let's start let's at the beginning. Let's let's, let's, back let's start up. from the very beginning. We're it's gonna a, get to them Kiyoshi. It's a very fine place to start. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, starts out once upon a time. Once upon a time, there was there were three horrifying little <laughs> demon monsters. Um, it, so way at the beginning we get the credits and we are already introduced to like a high-end orchestral Killer score. Music. The soundtrack's amazing. The soundtrack is absolutely top, top notch. They had uh, they had the, the orchestra that was performing with uh, Phantom of the Opera in LA. <laughs> they got them to do the, the orchestra oh, neat. for, I you would assume, all the fun facts I would assume an insane amount of money. Yep. Like they must have spent a lot of money on that. Um, and so we meet our protagonist whose name is uh, Jersey. His name is Jersey. I don't feel it fits. It does not. Uh, the, the names in this were weird. The, there, there were a lot of people with names that weren't, you know how like in genre <laughs> movies you're, you're like you paging want, Dr. Carpenter. <laughs> you want to make sure that you nail those yeah, names. So yes. it's like, I'm Jack, mm-hmm. I'm Ash, I'm Freddie, I'm Jason, you know, like these punch in the face names in jersey i feel i feel sounds like a cool name but it just it's, i don't match it with this character right well he was i mean as many times part, as they call him that yeah and, and he's great there's nothing wrong with him he just i just don't see a jersey he was detective callum too which is like I, bleh, callum jersey I, what, a, what a weird what a weird name callum jersey <laughs> his name is just jersey right off the tongue. just just perfect <laughs> But uh, but we meet him outside of this old dilapidated house. Yep, and he's got his uh, rookie partner with him. <laughs> he's got the kid cop with him. Kid cop. And I don't remember his name. I, kid cop. I totally seriously works. have no idea what his name was. Kid cop I could not gun. figure it out. Um, yeah, <laughs> kid cop who is later gun cop. Yeah. Um, so there's all sorts of mail piled outside the door. It looks like it, it looks great. Like it, it looks like a straight up abandoned house. It does, or not abandoned, but I mean hoarded. It's like right. shut and in. It, it was an abandoned house. They they got it from somebody who had it in like a, a family trust. Oh, yeah? And it like just sat there what the rotting. Fucking, you're like a fun fact machine. I know. I am a fun fact machine. That's today. on free play. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just had coffee. I am talking like a mm. fucking coked out maniac yeah. right now. I'm sorry, everybody. Um Okay, so we kind of we see all this like old mail piled up outside the door. This is it looks like he's doing like a like a health check, like a, a wellness, wellness check, like yep. a wellness check on this building to be like, oh fuck, this old lady's dead, yep. or you know, like there was a murder here or something. Something happened. Clearly, somebody's dead, uh, and so he winds up breaking in. And, like, the two of them explore the house and do all sorts of really weird things <laughs> that you wouldn't do when you're looking for a person. Yep. Uh, and then eventually... Kid Cop goes upstairs by himself. <laughs> Kid Cop goes upstairs by himself. And then and he starts... attacked by a, <laughs> a giant blanket, blanket monster. Clothing. Yes, a giant clothing monster. Uh, the laundry <laughs> comes alive. He knocks, a, he knocks a shelf off the wall, and then this giant pile of laundry comes laundry to life. Laundry just, like, feather punches him constantly. Like, blowing up feathers everywhere, <laughs> punching Kid Cop. And punches Kid Cop right down the staircase. Yeah. A Kid Cop, who, while breaking into someone else's house... Pulls a gun on someone that he can't see. So, real, that's a real good move right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is a rookie. He is. that. It's a rookie mistake, and he himself is a rookie. Every rookie pulls a gun on a pile of laundry every now and then. <laughs> so, First uh, year jitters. That's so, good. he rolls down the stairs, and then the, the monster reveals itself to be a woman. Yes. Just, just a person. 
uh, the that's the big fake out is that she's alive and well and just kind of she's gone off the deep end. And I really like her character. This is Annie, right? Annie. She's she's not only is, is her Annie? character great. Uh, her name Annie is Allie. It's it's Abby or Addy. I thought it was Annie. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna call in my notes. I think I have her down as Addy or Allie. Allie. Allie Oates. Allie. Let's call her Allie. Allie. Allie okay. worked for me. That's what I thought she was. In Allie's her. pretty good. Allie's a coolest character. Um, yeah. Uh, Deborah Rose is her name. Yes. And I looked her up after watching this because I was like, I want to see more movies of this chick because she's awesome. True Beverly Hills came yes, up. <laughs> That's like about it. That and uh, a couple TV episodes of some things. And this yeah. was her last movie. So I don't know what what the hell happened. But she was great. And her character uh, assignment is also awesome because it's she is a psychic that helps the police find dead kids. Yeah. unsolved kid murders and she's got herself all shut in because basically she's just being hounded by people to help them find their dead kid which when you think about it could probably be really overwhelming right and uncomfortable after a while and she just has stacks like stacks in her of dead kid yeah, files and everything. so many files everywhere and just photos That's and things mess with you. littered all over the house and the house looks like a hoarder house and like nothing's yeah. washed and it just looks like hell um, and you see that she's been like loading stuff into her fireplace. Like she's, she's hit a crisis point and she's yep. like, it's time to just say fuck it and burn all this yep. stuff. And I just find that whole character interesting. Oh, she's, she's amazing. Yep. Um, the, yeah, she's, there's, there's some weird choices with what they, they hired her because she was overweight and they were like, they wanted to make sure that at the end they could do a thing where she lost weight, which obviously is not going to be possible. <laughs> and that was their that was their original idea. Was that which what I, the I think is insane. Is that, yeah. Okay, because I never I never put that together. Yeah, me either. I, I was like, oh, okay. That, like you solved the, the. That's a weird move. You solved the demon kids' murders, and, and you lose some weight. I know it was <laughs> really strange, but uh, it was 1991. Things were different then. Yes, uh, they did. They did. I know. I think Phyllis called her a fatso one time during the movie. Yes. Like they, didn't, they didn't call much attention to it. And then at the end, when she was climbing the ladder, she stopped. And I and right. I wonder if that was like a fat call out too. like, oh, I'm too, too fat to, to climb be. the ladder. It's like, and come on. But why? If you can walk upstairs, you can climb a fucking yeah. ladder. <laughs> like, but anyway. Um, so, so Jersey hunts her down because she's she has worked with Jersey before. Yes. And he needs help. Um, he's he's at a dead end with this this thing where with the three kids the three that kids. we were talking okay. about before. So there's this there's this thing that happened. There are three kids. He can't. He he tells her that there was a there was a crazy mortician who was holding these three children and was feeding them parts of the parts of the cadavers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we learn later on that that's obviously not the case, but. Uh, but there, but she's like, she finally acquiesces after a while because he's so <laughs> actually, he's Jersey. yeah, but, uh, she sends him away at first. Um, and, uh, then she has her vision there. And yeah. Then she so goes, we get the first special effect, which was probably the weakest. Still effect. amazing. Still, uh, the only thing I found funny was when the, the scene of when you saw the, the, the girl walking up to her. And the one arm is just like stiff as oh, a board. I him. loved like, that. You just love that? Okay. I loved the skeleton I arm. Just, I thought that I, was super cool. I thought it was cool too, but I just wanted to see some fingers moving or something. Right. It just yeah, looked like yeah. it looked like a stick, kind of just straight. Yeah. There was I, no arm movement to it at all. I like, thought it was a, a really interesting choice that that one was just stiff and just like 
just no muscles. It and, couldn't and, move. It but was I, just I wonder if that was decayed. just warming you up for it. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to. You don't want to go super crazy right in the beginning. But she has this dream with this uh, zombie kind of girl just sitting there with a doll. She and touches. She touches a bib that she has in a scrapbook, and yes. she gets one of her uh, her psychic flashes. And this, and this zombie dream. little girl just starts walking up to her, and she's all like, "Oh!" But then when you get to her, the, the zombie's just hugging her. It just wants yeah. to give her a hug. It's a, it's a little girl, so murdered sad. little girl. Yeah, totally. So sad. Uh, that and and it works. Like this mm-hmm. is a movie that has fucking Phyllis Diller and you know like <laughs> and Mr. Roper in it and. That it had a moment like that that kills you. That's just like, oh my god, this is like heart wrenching. Yes. Um. Apparently, that just looked so good that they used that instead. They had a gross out moment planned for that. Oh, instead, really? It was supposed to be that the little girl walked up to her and then her head split in two and just bugs and stuff came yep. like, fell out of it. And they were like, the hug is just. And they were like, oh, that's all we need. Oh my god, that's yeah, so oh, effective. And it was ridiculously effective. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I I assume that's the uh, yeah that's the reason she changed her mind. Yep. So I go. She goes to the police station with them, and they watch the uh, what is it called disposition video or the interview with the yeah uh, with the morgue owner there. Yes. And he basically lays out the legend there that he's these aren't His, ch- they look like children. They are not children. They are three demons. They are three demons, and they need to be fed. And the only thing that will placate yes. them is human flesh. And it's basically like, is this guy a fucking nutter or not? Is this actually yes. true? And that's what they got to find out. Yep. Uh, and he explains that it was 300 years ago that his family has been in charge of taking care of these demons for 300 years. And they, <laughs> they've they been doing... It's almost like an elongated Tales from the Crypt episode. In oh, a way. It very much Just is. like the story setup. With yeah. Just like this. Yeah, I agree. Um, and and so he's he basically has screwed up, you know, like in, in his taking care of them or he finally got fed up or whatever. I think it's fed up. Yeah. And yeah. And so he's like, I'm done. And, and he turned himself in too. He turned himself I think in. He'd probably just get away from the whole situation. And he tried to tell everyone, but because they're playing possum or I can't remember what he said. They're sleeping. Oh, they're God, pretending. It was a great to line too. It was like a, if they've, as long as they've been fed, they can, they can, they can play possum very well. For, yeah, yeah, they can, something like yeah, that. something like that. It sounded cool when he said it. It was much cooler when he said <laughs> it. Uh, okay. So uh, they they go to the morgue. So they pull up alongside a nice cardboard looking, <laughs> like, <laughs> the uh, classic Winorski sprinkler yeah, here sign. Yeah, you notice so, that too. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> Big it county morgue. The county morgue. Uh, just like thanks, ten year old Timmy, for your, in your class for painting a sign for us. <laughs> yeah. So that that was one of the one of the worst set designs parts of this movie, which is full of great set design. Yes, it is. Um, and uh, and also when they pulled up outside, that thing looked like a kindergarten. Like the morgue, yeah. <laughs> like all the happy Thanksgiving the... and everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Apparently, it was shot in a real hospital yes. in South Carolina. Yep, that is no longer there. Yes, it has been demolished since this movie. Yes, so, it was the Davis Hospital. Anybody trying to collect bricks from the boneyard, you're out of luck. <laughs> Hold on two seconds. Yeah, and then this is where the uh, the really effective music cue happens again, where she's standing there in the she's like just standing looking at a wall. And then, like, the creepy orchestra hit comes yep. in with, like, the the rattly, like, orchestral scratchy noises. Super awesome. I found it funny, too, when we go into the hospital there. We go into the morgue there for the first time, and it's got all the happy Thanksgiving <laughs> decorations. Like, ah, oh, how timely. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's it's, why you picked it, right? That's exactly yeah, why yeah, I yeah. picked this. Halloween's this done, a, bitches. It's this Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving movie. Give thanks for the boneyard. <laughs> and this is where this is where we meet the star of the movie, the poodle from Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Is it That's the same right. dog? It is, in fact, the exact same dog. Fun fact machine, Fuck. activate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, that is that is the Elvira, <laughs> Mistress of the Dark dog. That is Gonk. Um, and so yes, and also the other star of the movie, which is obviously Phyllis Diller, Phyllis Diller with the most ridiculous name in the. <laughs> Oh my god! Why? What? Like the rest of this movie it's is like s- serious play. I mean, it's got silly scenes, but like, but nothing is that far. This is like, like that is a Jerry Lewis name. Yeah, her Mrs. name Poopin Plats. Poopin Plats. What? It's not Why? even. A, it's not even like a pun or a play on words or it's something. It's nothing. It's insanity. It's just like, hi, Mrs. Poopy <laughs> underwear butt. Like, what the it fuck? It is. It is 1991's Mr. Poopy butthole. Is what that is. 100. <laughs> percent I do not get it. Uh, because even though, like, when I remember this movie, when I think back about it, I think of this as a comedy. Yeah. And it's not. No. Like it, they market it as such, yeah, because of the because obviously you have Norman Fell and you've got Phyllis and it was Diller. one of the uh, the VHS releases, one of the prisms that they did the same thing with Spookies where they had um not Spookies um the Willies where they had two oh, sep- yeah. they had two separate covers so you could market it as a horror or you could market it more as a comedy so this had the same thing you had your outer shell there with the, the giant poodle where it's just like hey there's a giant poodle you, you know you're renting something shocky. Or the you know you flip True. it under and then the next cover was all a grim looking, warped, <laughs> sick Phyllis Diller head underneath. So it's just oh like, yeah yeah. So you could market it as the horror or the comedy. So yeah, this movie is also it's it's widely regarded as a horror comedy and it's there's just not that much comedy in it. There considering isn't. I mean obviously the ending Obvi- uh, and some of the the, the creature designs strike a comedic tone right like the Phyllis zombie looks so. <laughs> Outlandish. That's it's not a joke, but right? It's, but it's it's so goofy. She looks like Large Marge. Yeah, you know? she's like she looks like. If you uh, got to see Large Marge for more than half a second, <laughs> right. you know, like all the time, like staring at you with those big bug eyes. There. Yeah, it's uh, it's freaked. Like she looks like a character mm-hmm. from Freaked. Uh, like what the or little Beetlejuice. Yeah, what the little troll from Freaked turned into mm-hmm. looks like him. Um, but. But it's great. Mrs. Poopinplatz. Mrs. Poopinplatz. So in an odd, an odd mist tone, <laughs> we have Miss Poopinplatz show up. The dragon lady. And she does, she does her like her intro, which is her giving a gross out story where she's like, "Well, you know, we got one of them in last week, and it yeah, was a floater. Downstairs door was there was a floater. There's pus dripping everywhere. It took forever <laughs> to get the smell out." <laughs> And, and she looks great in this too, because she's not wearing any um, no wigs. W- no wigs, which is super strange. For it's her. I think it's the only movie she ever did really? without wigs. I think this is her like first no wig performance, because mm-hmm. that's that was kind of her thing. Like she yeah. was known for being having flamboyant wigs, yep. um, and she looks great. Yeah, kind of a Pat Benatar look for her. It's it's <laughs> fine. Um, so she she after going through all the the procedurals like she knows everybody there and she's just like i need your id need the forms need the authorizations like come on yep and then uh, they go into she leads them down to the viewing room which is so this is i found that odd (laughs) so yes i understand why you would find that odd but apparently the answer to this question was answered in the luckily fun fact machine yes my my fun fact machine Apparently, this is how it works. Really? When you have an ongoing criminal investigation, 
you aren't allowed to go visit the bodies for fear of contaminating the evidence. I thought that was just fucking script malarkey. Nope. Really? Not, well, he was he was saying that he had gone down and talked to someone at one of these morgues to, yeah. to find out about procedure. So basically the scene I'm talking about is they, they went to go see the bodies of the three demon children that are playing possum. And they can and only they see can, it. they can only see them on a TV screen through a camera and talk through a two-way Yep, through a closed circuit kind closed of situation. Closed circuit kind of dealy. And she's like, can I please go down and touch the body so I can get a psychic reading off him? And they're like, no way. That would contaminate the evidence. The judge would throw it right out of, right out yep. of case, right out of court. And I was just like, really? Well, I, couldn't- well that's, I, I think that's the problem is that I think that probably is correct. Yep. And, but it also and struck me as funny. In movie logic, you should just say, fuck it. I don't care because everybody does it in every movie. Yeah. And he was like, no, let's make sure that it's super realistic. <laughs> I'm making my giant zombie Phyllis Diller poodle movie and we're going to make it <laughs> goddamn realistic. I want to make sure that all the police <laughs> procedure crap is absolutely on the nose. But I just found it so funny because it was like, wow, you're looking at it through a non-high def TV from 10 feet in the air. Yeah. And it's just like, you're supposed to be able to... How is anybody going to be able to do anything regarding that? That is a good point. Oh, well. But uh, but basically, so, we got the three demon kids playing possum in the morgue. And yes. uh, Norman <laughs> Fell is uh, the ponytailed, Lennon glasses uh, mortician. Who was Shepherd. supposed to be played by Alice Cooper, by the way. That was their first choice, and then <laughs> Alice Cooper couldn't do it. He's like, I'm doing Prince of Darkness. Sorry, dude. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's going to be like a few years from now, but I'm doing that instead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, they they cut a lock of hair from the kid. That's how they get around the fact yep, that she can't touch Yeah, Shepard the Mortician hooks him up. Yep. And then, uh, and that's when, so she goes and sits in a room with the hair and meditates. And that was such a cool scene. Yes. Well, I mean, this is also where we get her backstory from the hallway. Yep. That's where the, the, the cop then tells her backstory. Yes. So he's like, she got cancer, her, like... She was. She had she a man. Pregnant. She was pregnant. Man yeah. was like, "Fuck! I'm not having a baby. I'm splitting." Yeah. And then leaves, she had ovarian cancer. Lost loses the baby. the baby. Then goes through chemo. Kill kicks cancer. But then once she's done with her chemotherapy, she she's got the psychic. She's got a magical powers. Yep. So I really like the scene. It was super effective. Um. So there's a lot of more morticians working overnight here too. <laughs> Yes, uh, only, one need... of them is the producer of the movie. Oh, really? We only the meet two that, of them, right? The guy that's like yelling, yelling the, from the, the other jokes. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the producer. Okay. He's like, shoehorn some comedy in here yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I also want to give this movie props that at no time did I see a mortician eating a sandwich. Uh, Blew was... my fucking yeah. mind. No coroner here eats a sandwich ever. I swear. This might be the first genre movie with a genre coroner. Genre movie with a coroner not eating a sandwich over a body. Eating yeah. something. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, so she's she's having her vision there with the hair, and it's this weird fucked up, I don't really think it was effective, the, mm. the flashback thing. It was just like, okay, there's some Asian people, and they're cutting somebody, and there's a fire, and... Mm. Yeah, I don't think it, it. I don't think it told the story they wanted it to. No, which is it didn't work. It was supposed to give the origin of the Kyoshi. You're supposed to know there. that there's one demon from 300 years ago that was put into a child's body because the 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 parents didn't want to lose it. They pet cemeteried the kid basically using a Taoist magician. And you he, got way more out of that flashback than I did. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what that's what I gleaned out of it. But. <laughs> Maybe I'm making it all up out of whole cloth. Who knows? <laughs> um, 
you know, they had like there were there was a grieving family there in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep. You saw two people crying. You saw a Taoist magician doing something. You saw Not a body bright. on top of a needed, fire. I just need it more spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's you know, sometimes you need to make the movie up. And yep. I think maybe I just made up the movie. Oh, you did case. a good job. But um, then the cool thing that I love here is that she, you know, she has this vision. And then when she flashes back, she's in a different room. And she's in, was it a different room? Or just a different, yeah. Because she was I in that so, closet yeah. having yeah, that yeah. vision. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she flashes back. She's in, down in the morgue, in the spare room. And she can see the other uh, yeah. corners out the window. And some shit's gone down. Like now, the she's, now she's having a vision of the of the three little corpses yep. coming to life. Yes. And she's like, oh, shit. This is happening right now. I need to get down there and tell them that there's three little demons that yep. are about to come attack everybody. That's the next move. Yes. And so then she warps back to her body after that and goes to Mrs. Poopenplatz to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's just even taking me out of the, com- uh, I mean, the, the podcast. Like, it's taking me out look, of the movie. Like, look at those terrifying little child demons. Yep. And then there's a character named Mrs. Poopenplatz <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Nutter butters. This movie would have been like, I mean, they could have made this movie terrifying if they'd tried. Yeah. This movie was not far away from being no. a terrifying movie. Yep. They made odd decisions that I think were probably based on trying to capture some of the uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Fans. Night of the Demons. Yeah. The whole kind of a horror schlock sh- comedy you know, it's it's a move that you make when you're afraid that you can't make a movie that's that's going to be legitimately frightening. Mm-hmm. You know, which unfortunately I think they totally could have done. Yep. But uh, either way, I still love this movie for what it is yes. and all of all of the choices. But it, it is fascinating, like the juxtaposition of the like we got a big crazy poodle monster. Yeah. We've got children with no eyes. Yeah. Dripping black viscous fluid from their orifices who are completely Flying naked. Flying like lightning through the air ducts. Air, like, uh, heating I, ducts. And yeah. Like dropping the, from the ceiling. Yep. 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 Like climbing through the. Oh, God, man. They are fucking creepy. Super, super creepy. Can't stress enough. They did so good with those. Those yeah. kids. <laughs> it is. It is one of. It might be one of the the scariest creature designs, mm-hmm. and I mean it's it's so reminiscent of all the stuff that was like blowing people's minds in the like late nineties, like oh look it's the ring and like all of those. Yeah, it's like, hey, that, that's as terrifying as any of the ring yep. characters. <laughs> like that, that's fucking terrifying. Um, so, da da da. So she's trying to get there, but. Uh, Poop and Platts won't let her have the damn key. And so she steals it. Yeah. She just steals the key right off her keychain. And then, well, actually, she steals the whole keychain. The whole keychain. The whole keychain. The whole shebang. To everything. And then she gets sick by Gonk Bear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gonk chases her. <laughs> and uh, uh, we, we can only assume that he mauls her all the way down while they're in well, the I, elevator. Well, I, I really, yeah, I like that because she, uh, the dog does get into the elevator with Annie. Yes. And then... The next scene, when you see Annie coming out downstairs into the morgue, there, uh, Gonk just runs out of the elevator. You, woo, 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 you like, hear, you hear a kick. You hear? A, I didn't oh, hear. Oh, you do. Okay. You absolutely hear the dog get kicked, and then the dog yipes away, <laughs> which is also really nice. But you never see it. Like, you don't actually see just, a dog get kicked. You and, just picture Annie kicking ass on a poodle <laughs> in an elevator, and just like you can make up your own. Theory. Exactly, you can make up your own narrative. Not that on. I like, I just like, I want to really nerd out about somebody beating up a dog, but it's, in this case, it's just funny. <laughs> it was. And, you know, the dog was 
like the biggest celebrity in the movie. I mm-hmm. think. I feel like <laughs> um, Phyllis Diller was like afraid to do anything with the dog because apparently it was sick for a lot of the time. It oh, was really? There and like it was too heavy for her to lift and all this stuff. <laughs> Uh, and, but you know, the trainer was amazing. Like they were obviously that dog, like there were so many moments. How much did you read up on this dog? Not at all. <laughs> um, but like when you look at the, you look at them talking together mm-hmm. and she's holding the dog. Yeah. It's like looking around and like the, the, the dog is like focused on the person that she's talking to <laughs> like dead eyes right on it. It's like, that's a really well-trained dog. <laughs> I mean, it was probably just the trainer standing there so that it would keep its eye line. But still, pretty cool. Um, okay, so where are we at now? Annie's running to to warn them that those kids are going to wake up. Uh, that yes. those things are playing possum. Right, so she grabs a fire axe off the wall, mm-hmm. which has already been smashed out for some reason. Um, so Kiyoshi. Exactly. Always a problem this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> just had an infestation last week. Yep. Uh, and... Uh, Oh yeah. Did we did we meet the suicide victim yet? Have we? Have we met the suicide victim yet? I think we have. Uh, this is this is the part where where she wakes up on the table, right? Yes. So we 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 missed that character, that uh, delivery boy who brought in the body. Right. Who uh, the door the sub base the sub door was <laughs> broken, so he had to go through the lobby and. Mrs. Poopenplatz wasn't letting him go. No, and then they were fighting with the they were fighting with the gurney, and then and it like lost a, the bolt. A bolt, which fell led off. to one of the funny moments. Yeah, kind of. another another like ah, look, a corpse it, fell off yeah. and touched you on the face with its bloody hand. It, yeah, a bloody corpse hand touched Kid Cop's face, and it was funny. And that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's where the comedy is in this no. movie. <laughs> Um, but, uh, of but course yeah, we met that character, Delivery Boy. He comes back later on. He, he comes back to die. He yeah, he comes back to die. He has but, no point. Yeah. Um, except to just be another person that they can kill. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so they, they bring her in. They put her on the table, and they start an autopsy on her, and she's still alive. Yeah, she, they, they cut her neck, and then she just wakes up. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. This was, uh, this was an out-of-left-field choice. Mm-hmm. A very, like... Genre movie, one little throw in a just from out of nowhere concept. I like it. Yep. And, well, it gives us a new character. Gives and us it, a new character. It's kind of weird, too, because they forget about her, it seems, for like 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, later on in the movie, we run into that room when they're running from the, the baddies, and they all get in the room together, and they're all reunited. And it's just like, oh, hey, it's it's, it's you. the hairdryer bathtub girl. <laughs> My name's Dana. Okay, cool. It seems like they all, they kind of tried in the plot I could be wrong I could be reading way too much into mm-hmm. this but they seem like the kind of people who would do this that there was a there was like a, supposed to be a, a psychological undercurrent that everyone there wanted to die they're all part of the boneyard because they were already dead they'd already decided their lives were over gotcha. so like each one of these people for one reason or another had decided that their lives were over and I think that they just kind of left some backstory out of a few people. <laughs> like, but, uh, okay. But it was like there were enough people that that was kind of yeah, their, their backstory that it was like, oh, are you, is that the point? And we then got they're Annie, supposed to. We got, we got Dana, we got uh, Poop and Platts, who has yeah. worked here for 30 years, and she's all sad that the place is getting torn down. Yep. Uh, Everybody's it, sort like, of at the end of their rope. Well, then it's like, what about Jersey and Shepard? And they're like, Oh, who gives a shit? Let's drop this. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> At that point, we've got too much backstory. Yes, but uh, yeah. It, so, 
so she's alive. Uh, she finds the uh, she finds the the Kiyoshi going to town on a room full of corpses. Yes. At that point. That's she, where we first meet those things. Yeah. Save for seeing them on the closed circuit TV, not moving. Right. So this is once they we, move, they are fucking creepy. And <laughs> you know what's really creepy? Um, because they couldn't afford, obviously, to do the drawers and like make a real morgue. That this morgue basically has like. Home Depot steel shelving and they just <laughs> yeah. stack the corpses like <laughs> on regular shelves. That cracked me up when I saw that. I was like, oh man. You know what else is cool about Low Kiyoshi budget. too? Is this is before they did all the shaky shutter ghosts that came yeah. in the two thousands where it's just like nowadays you see something creepy, it looks at you and it does that stupid I hate yes. that fucking effect. And this these kids don't do any of that. They're just straight up creepy looking the way they move and contort their bodies. There's no special effects making them jitter or move weird. They just look great. And also it's because they're children too. It's like these are eight year olds in the costumes. And they nailed it. And they were, they're great. I mean, they're creepy as hell. (laughs) It cannot be overstated how creepy these children are. Um, Yeah. So uh, this is the part where they run through the air duct where like, and this is this is like interesting choice in my body. Like she ran away from those. She's like, "Holy shit, what the fuck are those? I'm out of here!" And so she runs, and then backs herself up against a wall. Backs herself up and looks up, and she just hears them through the air ducts, which I think is really cool. But at the same time, I also thought it would be really cool if you saw them just bust out the door and chase after her on the floor. I think would have been I agree almost even creepier than the. I agree. Uh, unfortunately, I think the deal is that they did that as a as a money issue, where they were like, we can't afford, you know, like it was it was technically difficult for them to get the kids doing crazy shit like yeah. that. Like there are a couple of stunty things they do with the kids, but I think they were hesitant to put the kids in any kind of yeah super stunt situation. So it was like a less is more. And also, it's just really easy to set up a shot where you just look, look at, at an air duct, look at an air duct, yeah. and make a crazy noise. And I think it, I think it works. It too. does work because also, if you see but once too I saw, much of once the I saw, yeah, once I saw Annie bust out the door, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see that creepy thing following her behind. And then I was like, but, oh. But you do get that payoff with Phyllis Diller's death later yes. on. Yes. So you do get the popping out of the air duct. Something yep. comes down from the ceiling, and that was, you know, that was that a pretty part looks so great. That was pretty great. Um, okay, and so, also, so, oh my god, the next part was, actually, this was the creepiest part of the movie, for my money, was just the, the scene where she's, so, she's seen them, and then she looks over, and there's a doll. Yes. Like, someone's doing a little puppet show with a doll. Out of the corner, yeah, around the corner of the hallway. And then one of those horrible little monsters puts its face down with the doll. <laughs> Just awesome. So good. Um, and then Jersey, Jersey shoots shows up. it three times, including in including the head. Including in the head. And I love Jersey's face after he, he, shoot, after he shoots a head where he's just like, oh, ooh. Oh. And, it, and it doesn't drop. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, that was really <laughs> good. And then they, they all run. And they seal them. The whole cast basically seals and, themselves yep. into a single room. Yep. Um, so we got Kid Cop. We got Shepard, the mortician. We lost. Yep. We lost the producer, right? The joke teller. I don't know if he More died, guy? but he's yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Definitely. Yeah, he, we got he Dana, just disappears from existence. Yep. They're just kind of pretending that room full of people never happened. Yep. Um, yeah. Because so, Phyllis even says that too. She's like, "We got just me, and then there's five five <laughs> coroners over." It's like, why the hell in this small ass <laughs> town you have five coroners working overnight? 
that we we see one of. Yeah, the leaky nuclear plant or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so they're all hanging out in there. The woman who wasn't dead uh, says that her name is Dana, and she's explaining why she killed herself and blah blah blah. Mm, that's so boring. Yeah, so boring. And then we cut to Poop and Platt's Jimmy open a drawer <laughs> to get the spare keys to the morgue. Uh, and she doesn't know what's up in the basement. Mm-hmm. So she's just going down to look for her dog. Yep. That's that's her whole her whole deal. Um, and so and this is also where we get Allie floating the concept that maybe these things are converting other people into being monsters. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe Maybe it's contagious. Spoiler or sp- alert. They are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Yes. And so they should be careful. <laughs> that yes. was that was my favorite part where she was like. <laughs> and so maybe we should be careful with these demon <laughs> children running around that are killing people. Um, so they make a run for the next room uh, through <laughs> which turns out to be the evidence locker yes. for the police. <laughs> and this was lucky great. for them. Filled with 80s action movie guns and pipe bombs aplenty. <laughs> and also ridiculous. The gun that he pulls down yeah, is so It looks so like hilarious. a Buck Rogers machine gun. Like, what the hell was that thing? That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was like just clearly a custom-built prop. Yep. It's like, you know, it's got like weird ray gun circles around the front of it. It's like, hey, I got a prop guy. Hey, man, you got a gun? Uh, yeah, I'm working on this sci-fi movie. Yeah, fucking orc. Just, <laughs> just paint it kind of black. Paint, was it, was paint, it like bright green and paint red? Paint that phaser kind of black. We'll yeah, use it's fine. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, that's what Kid Cop grabs to become yes. gun cop. So now Kid Cop is gun cop. He has, the, he has this crazy sci-fi weapon uh, that fires bullets um <laughs> and so poop and plots starts calling to her dog <laughs> and uh and they hear her they everybody the our intrepid group hears her calling and they're like oh shit she's gonna get eaten by these monsters we gotta save the poop and plots yes you gotta save poop and plots so uh <laughs> and then so phyllis diller hears the creepy kid down at the end of the hallway sitting in a chair crying yeah which that's uh, a cool scene another really creepy really cool yep. scene uh cuts they, got, to, they got their they got their mileage out of those kids yeah for i sure mean in this. the the cuts back and forth to its face mm-hmm. when it's like licking its fingers yep. and like dripping black goo Ugh. just absolutely amazing um so yeah spooky <laughs> <laughs> And then, it, and then it, that's not the one that kills her. Demon drops down from the ceiling. Yeah. Awesome. Attacks her. Awesome little stunt drop. Yep. Very cool. Kind of uh, hanging upside down from its feet, <laughs> flipping down. And then it attacks her and pushes her over a over a table, and she turns into a stuntman with the worst wig I've ever seen. Phil <laughs> um, Stiller goes wigless. Stuntman does not. Yes. And then Kid Cop shoots his ridiculous gun very poorly and misses everything. But Poopin' Plots, on the other hand, knocks a shelf full of acid, acid over and yeah. just melts one of them. I love that scene. Great. And then that kid comes back alive. Like, the kid's covered in the, the, the Kyoshi demon there. Yeah. He's covered in the acid. He's smoking. Yep. He comes out looking 
you know, all melty and well, awful. they always look melty. Of course, but they he do. Comes, but he's extra. He's melty. extra melty, and he just like pukes up this green <laughs> into his hand and just starts shoving it into shoving Phyllis it Diller's in. mouth. Like he grabs her scarf, so she can't get away, and she's yep. just like point, pushing this Nickelodeon gack in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And you know once that happens, like, oh yeah, yes. oh, yeah. she's she's something, oh. something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> something's gonna happen. Yep. And then uh, Dana and Kid Cop, who's now Gun Cop, uh, climb up through the elevator shaft, um, and then they have a a really boring discussion about her suicide. Come on, you she's had like, everything going for you. I just thought I had it? everything under control. I don't know why I tried to do this. Boo! Like is could it generic. Have cut it. Yes, cut it. That that easily could have been cut. So they get into a altercation with a Kiyoshi there. Yes. And this is the the first one gets taken out. Um, yes. With this, the bullets. Yes. The bullets kill it somehow because, because it's a super gun, and he yes. shoots it a super amount of times in the chest, and <laughs> yes. we find out later that that is their weak spot. Yes. And uh, oh yes, and then because Annie uh, knows that because in certain legends. The heart is where the evil lives. Where evil lives. Like Dracula? Yeah, like Dracula's. <laughs> uh, Diller keeps vomiting. So yep. we've got her like leaning over a sink, barfing yep. forever. She's progressing because she's got the goop mouth. She's got goop mouth and she keeps barfing. Uh, Kid Cop and Dana uh, can't get gun out of the cop. way. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He's Gun Cop now. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> they turn around and the, the other demon has come down. And taken the place of the one that they killed. Mm-hmm. And so now they can't get out. So they choose to go through a vent, right? Yes, yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they go through a vent. And the, there's actually a pretty decently, like, paced kind of, like, I don't know, energetic scene where they're trying to get them to, they're encouraging them to Yelling come towards them their voice. voice. Yep, yep. That blah, was blah, blah, and they're being chased by the by the Kiyoshi. Um so and then uh, they they pull him out of the pull him out of the air duct and then uh, Jersey fights off the last one with a with a fire extinguisher. Yep. And, and then, then they push this the giant locker. Yep. Shelf in front of the hole to block them keep themselves safe there. Yeah. Uh, that was a cool scene. It was. Um, okay. So yes, Diller's still puking. Uh, and so <laughs> Dill- I forgot I forgot how we took out the second Kiyoshi. We haven't got there yet. Which one's the second one? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> uh, uh, yes. the, the first one got gun cop wrecked him in the elevator. Yes. Uh, the third Kiyoshi was a forklift. Yeah, that was chest. way later. Way later. So that's I'm, way later. I can't so recall how the second, second one is the one that melted with the, the acid. Oh, that's the second. Okay. Yeah, second one's melted with acid. Um, and it did die. Oh, I guess I, I guess I didn't realize that he died. Yeah. I think he, I think he was on his way out. I think he was slowly melting when he grabbed Diller. It, the acid had to slowly melt its way right. to his heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did cause they said we, we killed one down here with acid or okay. something like that. Gotcha. Um, all right. Yes. And so, yeah, that's actually, this is exactly where that happens. So the delivery driver shows up. Yeah. And he's like the the guy shows up with another corpse, the corpse of the the the, the Asian man. Yeah, we find out that the guy, the mortician that was keeping care of the Kiyoshi, killed himself. Yes, so he's he's killed himself, and he's being wheeled to this place like yep. right away. So at three in the morning. At three in the morning. So this guy, yeah. this delivery guy that we'd met before, puts on a 
the, the, the body covering sheet and goes, booga, 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 booga. Oh my God, why? <laughs> Here's some comedy. <laughs> I know. And they're aiming, like, they have demons all around them. They're aiming weapons directly at yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And that guy does He's not like, scare them enough to shoot, He's like, which what, is impressive. Man? Not, not down with a little levity? <laughs> Come on, guys. And then they somehow allow the door to close behind him. They're not just, like, pushing him out of the way to get into the yeah. elevator, which is nuts. Because they're still stuck there. Yeah. And so now they're still stuck there with him. And and that's when we get, like, the... That's when we get the Phyllis Diller demon. The Phyllis Diller demon totally took me by surprise. Oh. I mean, I knew something was going on with, yeah. you know, Diller. Uh, but I kind of assumed that it was going to be, like, a slow... Going to deteriorate. I did. I did not. You did not think she was going to become ten feet ten tall. Ten feet tall with bulging, bulging eyes, large marge eyes, <laughs> giant hands, flailing around. I love how the eyes look when they blink oh, too. Like. So good. <laughs> and she's still laughing like Phyllis Diller, mm-hmm. which oh, some of my favorites. Yeah. And so she bonks one of them to death. She bonks Norman she Fell Shepherd. to death. Yeah. <laughs> or first she punches out the delivery guy. Yeah. Who she I was kills. saying like he just shows up just yeah. to, like. There was no reason to even have uh, that man's body there, like the the mortician. No, like, nothing ever happens with that body. No, that he's was just like, like he's like, "Hey guys, I'm back. I got a fucking goofy ghost costume. <laughs> I got punched by a demon. I'm dead." Yep. <laughs> That's my <laughs> that character. That was it. And then Norman fell. Basically, his week <laughs> of his week of filming was up, and they were like, "Quit, quit killing, bonk him." And then, like, so Phil Stiller bonks him, bonks him on the top of the head, the head and he, he just drops. Dead. He's like, "Bonk, dead forever." Bonked on the head, <laughs> dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so we've got, uh, oh, and Dana basically after, so she's, this is a know, life affirming, right? Cause she's, a, she's 10 feet tall. Mm-hmm. She's pulling shit down off the wall. She's pulling everything out. So she eventually pulls a giant electrical circuit down Yep. and Dana grabs a hold of it and jams it in her chest and it electrifies her evil heart. <laughs> yes. The electricity gets rid of her heart apparently. And that's. <laughs> And that's how we get rid of the Phyllis And the Dillard. sprawled out uh, Phyllis demon at the end looked great when you saw the long ass legs too. Jesus. Like, it's so good. It's so yes. friggin' good. <laughs> um, and so that would be, that would take care of everyone. That's that's every single, every single demon is taken care of. But then the stupid poodle goes over and eats a bunch of, of goop off the floor. Of goop mouth goop. Stupid, stupid poodle. And then, oh, Jersey and Abby have a heart to heart. Yes. <laughs> and that was it. Whatever. Uh, cares. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it turns out Jersey's hurt way worse than they think he is. And they're like, oh, shit. He's got a concussion. They yeah, need to get him out of we there. We got to get him out of there. He's like starting to speak in tongues, basically. And so. <laughs> and so. Uh, so gun cop, kid cop is now forklift cop. Yes. He he grabs this. He grabs the coffin forklift. And he comes out like straight up alien style. Oh, like, so we haven't killed all the Kiyoshi yet. No, we haven't. No, oh, that's right. That's we have one left. Still a forklift death. That's a, still a forklift death. Um, and he comes out. <laughs> There's like literally the Ridley Scott fog comes oh, out. Oh yeah. Bust well, the door. He's trying to it's, bust a wall and for them to get out of. But I mean, yeah. when he comes through the first double doors. Yep. It's like it's literally like I think they were. I think it was a reference. It had to be. Yeah. I mean, that was very aliensy. Um, and Guys, then, I just saw this movie last night. Let me try something. <laughs> Some dry ice and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so so he goes and he's busting down the door with the thing. And then he notices the Kiyoshi's over there. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Bag it around. He turns it around. Get away from her, you bitch. And then. First try. First try. One <laughs> shot. He's like a. 
that thing must have been forklift, super distracted. Fork, forklift marksman. He's like. a he's a virtuoso with a forklift. Yeah. This guy. Uh, <laughs> You're an assassin, right? Where's your gun? Ah, oh, just use a forklift. <laughs> a very specific skill set. Uh, yep. Okay, so. <laughs> So this is the this is obviously the thing that everyone remembers the movie for it's, is what's coming. It's up. fucking on the cover. It's the cover, and it's it, I mean it's insane. I it almost is, wish it, I almost wish it wasn't because it would have been such a crazy surprise to exactly. It should not have been on the cover. No. This should have been something that takes you by surprise. Yes, but we we are now revealed to a seven eight foot tall giant poodle werewolf monster <laughs> whose ribbon has grown with him inside, yeah. which is also hilarious. <laughs> Um, oh my god it looks so good too. it's so good it's so friggin good um, and so paws are enormous the paws are enormous <laughs> and capable of breaking through doors yep and so it's this giant monster chases them out into yet another like air duct kind of scene it's thing. something into like, like a ladder to go into the roof out of a yeah man sure air me. duct Let's call it. This movie's that. all about the fucking ducks. <laughs> it's it's all about parts of buildings that I don't really understand. Yeah. So much of the plot of this movie relies on the actual building itself mm-hmm. and how it's laid out. It's weird. And I'm wondering if that was even a budgetary thing. They just like we've got these things. We've got these weird oh, passages. Yeah. We've got these. Let's because they this. yeah they did. I mean obviously they shot like you said they shot in a in, a ho- in an abandoned hospital. hospital. Yeah. And so they probably had to do stuff on the fly to be like, how do we get from this room to this room? You know, if unless we're going to cut, yep. you know, and in that scene, they couldn't because two they were words, short. guys, air ducts. Air ducts. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Would later be perfected, actually earlier perfected in Die Hard. Um, but so so this thing knocks out a, a gas main or something. Yeah, because it's wrecking everything. Yeah, it knocks a pipe off the wall, which sprays gas, which, which you know is going to make things explode. Right. That's what happens. And so they're all getting up there, but Abby can't make it all the Annie. way up. And Annie, Ellie. She's too, she's fat, so. Yep, so she can't fat, make so. it. And so she she's sits like, oh, on. crap. She's like, I need to take a breather because I'm too fat, so. And so she sits on the, she sits on the ledge and. Then everything explodes. Well, she she grabs she, uh, a piece of fabric that yes. I, I forgot where it came from. Like she, it's like she pulls it up and then it snaps back to the dog, but she lights it on fire. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But however, she got that fabric. You know, that was enough too. So, and she's sitting in this alcove of the heat duct. So she drops that fabric. <laughs> it, it blows up the whole room. She thinks she barbecued the dog. The fi- the flames go up the chimney and blow yes. out everywhere. But she's in that little. Safe spot there. Yep. So she's still good. I bet that ladder was so hot after that, though. <laughs> I bet it was. She like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been some comedy. There, you see, there it is. Um, but you guys never it, called me. As it turns out, the poodle was elsewhere somehow. Yes. Did not manage it's to get burned at pointlessly all. Pointlessly survived. Yes. And oh, shit, uh, man, you're going to make an eight-foot-tall poodle suit. You must get as much use out of it as possible. I was... I was that kind of sad, like it could have been cool if it was all burnt up. I was absolutely yeah. shocked. That was even though kind of I like have a child's seen this play movie, too, Bernie Chucky version. You yeah, know what I mean? like, yep. I've seen it a million times before. I assumed there was going to be a burned poodle. Yeah, and I, I've forgotten that there wasn't. But so Kyoshi demons are fireproof. Yes, and so she goes through on yet another air duct type thing. Yep, and then and runs, falls through the ceiling. Falls like, through the ceiling because she's fat. 
Oh my god, that's oh my god. So that actually is paying off. There was a reason why they wrote her in to be overweight. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so she falls in. <laughs> Then she's running away, but I'm luckily, not fat shaming here. It's, no, <laughs> this is what the is, movie did. It's 1991, and that's how they wrote it. <laughs> um, and so she goes through the that room again. And she mm-hmm. gets a bunch of the pipe, the bombs. pipe bombs, and she <laughs> she plays fetch with the dog <laughs> at the pipe bomb. <laughs> the smartest Which I thought move. Was, I thought was great. That was, was brilliant. I, when she went it, I was like, "Oh, is she?" Like I saw she that coming. Just, I was like. Oh, please tell me she's going to play fetch. And she totally did. And the dog's and like, the dog I got like, it. Caught the pipe bomb. Oop, and the, the, the giant mutant proud poodle looks so proud. <laughs> and he just explodes. And uh, and this time it's Annie's turn to walk out of all the flames yes, unscathed. unscathed. Annie is also fireproof. Um, I was watching the scene be like, oh, please don't die. Because as, as silly as this movie can get, you do get invested in yes. the characters. They're oh, great characters. And I'm just like, no, my Annie. No, like, come on. I love this character. I want her to survive. And then once I saw her start walking out of the fire, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Yeah, good job. <laughs> um, and a little bit of the uh, of the commentary notes on this. This was another one of those situations where young director making a movie with a big explosion miscalculates terribly, almost kills entire crew. Uh, this that explosion like blew out all the windows on the on the first floor, blew out the windows of condos across the street. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we're just making a movie. Destroyed <laughs> their office. Like like ruined like two computers and like a bunch of other stuff that they had in their office that was like across the street. Oh. Like really, really Badly, why you hire a pyro guy? Badly underestimated how that explosion was yeah. going to go down, um, but Did nobody we, was hurt. Didn't we do another movie where that happened? Yeah, that was uh, Bad Dreams. Yes, was the other one where they yep. they made a terrible error, uh, but everybody was okay in that movie. Everyone was okay in this movie, yep. so that's good. But uh, so luckily, just pissed a few people off and everything was cool. But yeah, but like I said, there was supposed to be a, an end tag. To further fat shame our, our main character, which is where she gets skinny. She gets better afterwards, and that was what they wanted for the ending of this movie. What were they going to shoot, like, six months later and her leaving a gym? Like, I, why? I have absolutely no idea. That, that was one of the, it was just one of the things they said that I was like, and then they were like, but then, you know, it seemed like it wasn't going to be possible, and it's like, what what did you think that she was gonna? She was gonna lose, lose fifty a, pounds for this for, fucking role in Boneyard, dude. For a, for Boneyard, <laughs> really? Um, Boneyard I mean, turned my life around. <laughs> she's great. Yeah, but I I mean, <sighs> I don't think it's I don't think you could expect that from anybody. Um, but yeah, man, this movie. And uh, this is um, we talked about this with Nine Seven Six Evil Two, where this movie has sequel and or series potential. Like, what if there's yes. more Kyoshi? Now they've got this team. They've got, you know, Annie and Annie and uh, Jersey. Absolutely. Going yeah, man. city to city, taking out Kyoshi. Yeah. I would be totally into it. I'd be all about that. And I, I um, this director, I, he did, I think, one or two movies after this. It's insane. That were kind of like drama action things. This guy is good. Yeah. What like, the hell? he's legitimately a I saw he had good a ton of special effects director. A ton of special effects credits, but Yeah, he's he's more in demand as an effects guy. I mean, maybe that's just where his heart lies. And exactly. Like he might enjoy doing effects more than he enjoys directing movies. It's like, man, I fucking hated directing. Yeah. I like building goop. Yeah, I mean, and and he's good at making goop. Mm-hmm. Um and so was the other guy who worked on it. Uh apparently the uh the other actor the uh, the kid cop, mm-hmm. like the reason that he was kind of not 
the like everybody there was like a seasoned actor and yeah. really good and he was like just below their level yep. let's say uh it was because he wasn't an actor he was a he was an effects guy oh okay he was yet another guy who worked in effects yep. and he was like they liked his look and they were like ah i think we should do something with you for this i'm thinking maybe like a uh, kid cop gun cop <laughs> forklift cop <laughs> i'm thinking like i maybe- wonder if i could combine those three roles <laughs> I'm thinking, like, maybe you look like you're 16, but apparently you're a police detective. Uh, That would be fun. You only look younger when we team you up with old Jersey. That also probably doesn't hurt that that Jersey looks like he's about 70 in that movie. Um, He's obviously he was from Peyton Place and he was in a ton of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, He's there are so many good actors. I'm like, there's so much good about this movie. I can't believe it. And it's definitely one of those things that it's just. Right, right up my alley. Like I, I, I had only before seeing this, I knew nothing about it, other than that it starred Phyllis Diller, had a giant poodle. You know what I mean? And that's what right. the cover screaming you, at you. you giant see, poodle. You see, there's Phyllis a giant poodle. Yep. There's Phyllis Diller. That's, that's all. I had no idea there was this Japanese demon kid legend shit that I loved. It was yeah, great. Absolutely. Um, and another another tie into another episode was like like with uh, Tourist Trap. Uh, there was a there was a method acting versus uh, versus character acting thing that went on where uh, Abby was like a she was a method actor. Mm-hmm. She had to like find her character and it super pissed off the, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, not like the director was really cool with it. He okay. was he's one of those like, hey, however you find yeah. your thing, whatever. But like uh, the the main character of the Jersey, Ed <laughs> Nelson, totally you. like they had like fights. Oh, really? no, like they shut down production for like four hours to, to fight about it. I had to borrow your DVD. I want to watch that. You should. Oh, my God. So the DVD is the most 1991 thing you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> it's like all of the chapter headings. It's like set up like a CD-ROM. Well, oh, oh, wow. Well, that's oh, like the Lucky so 13 good. thing. They did yeah. uh, They did a release of uh, Slaughterhouse like that, too. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely, you all need to borrow of, it. All I can think of is Annie sitting there like, Annie, you ready for your scene? She's like, pretending to get a vision off a doll. <laughs> <laughs> and she's in around the corner on 73rd Street. Annie! <laughs> there, I think I've got it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, the Boneyard. The Boneyard. Watch it. It's more than just a giant poodle. It's so much more than just a giant poodle. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I got. Same here. Yeah. Uh, come to Coast City and buy all our playsets and toys. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram at Matt Awkward VHS Fiend. Yes. And follow me at Funbox Monster and also at Coast City Comics. Mm, we're so hungry for likes. Feed us <laughs> likes. Mm. We need them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been emotional. Faces. <laughs> See ya.